Welcome back to the You, Me, and D podcast, your weekly dish on all things Disney parks, movies, TV, gaming, and more. Hey, I'm Matthew Erickson. And I'm Matthew Bacuzzi, or Kuzi. And you're listening to episode number five, Epcot, Facts, Food, and Fantasy. On today's episode, we embark on a magical and culinary journey throughout the world of Epcot. From thrilling rides to mouthwatering cuisine, we'll reveal our top picks from this experimental prototype community of tomorrow. So get excited because another episode of the You, Me, and D podcast starts right now. I was about to start singing, oh, it's the universe of energy. Here we go. Well, that's a defunct ride, actually. So you're. <laughs> I literally have no idea what you're doing or what you're talking about. <laughs> First of all, didn't know we were recording. <laughs> Second, what? So you're looking at me like I have ten heads, and I know twenty five, exactly. but sure. <laughs> well, it is definitely clear who listens to Disney parks ambiance music throughout the day because <laughs> that is from. <laughs> a now permanently closed attraction and called Universe of Energy at Epcot. And whatever you were just singing is considered ambiance? No. <laughs> <laughs> yeah. Well, it's actually a good... That's a good question, because no, it's not. That's a song. Oh, but, but it just comes on? But no, on like YouTube, you can find... It's like Disney ambiance at like Epcot ambiance oh, versus this ambiance. I know. Oh, yeah. You do it all the time. Oh, okay, all the time, but he doesn't know the classics. I said you do it all the time. Oh, <laughs> <laughs> I do <Then>, not. <laughs> yes, that is that is most definitely true. I I am the culprit. Um, but yeah, we're talking about Epcot. Epcot, one of our faves. Well, your fave. Yeah. And my fave, though I I always go in between this Epcot and um, Animal Kingdom as my tops. Because I do have a deep love for Animal Kingdom, but I can never go to Disney without going to Epcot and spending a whole day. I could go to Disney and do like a half day at Animal Kingdom if needed, you know, but like Epcot is a at least full day, if not a day and a half. Oh, yeah. I mean, at the end of the day, I feel like all the parks are at a point now where they are full day parks, right? Like I think at least when I first started going there with my family, mm -hmm. I feel like it was very clear that Magic Kingdom, Epcot were both full park days. Yes. And then Hollywood Studios and Animal Kingdom were half days and right. we would jump from one to the other. Mm -hmm. But I definitely feel like now that like Hollywood has so much new right. stuff now, and with the updates that we talked about last time, Blue Sky Dreaming for right. Animal Kingdom. Right. Who's to say? Maybe we're going to have to do full days at Animal Kingdom, which I love. Um, so I probably should have mentioned this last episode, but what the heck is Blue Sky Dreaming? What is Blue Sky? <laughs> oh, is that a like concept that... Oh. <laughs> oh, it's a, it's a phrase that like... A lot of designers use it, and so Imagineers use it as a phrase of, like, 
they're dreaming blue sky aka like up to the top like there's no ceiling oh. here like it's our wildest dreams like anything beyond imagination it's so not funny. like let's talk about what we want to break ground next week and redevelop it's like we're blue sky dreaming here oh Anything's- okay so it's like a general term used in the design world and like engineering or imaginary world well yeah regardless of not specific to imagineering like in graphic design and other elements of design or aspects of it yeah i thought it was something specific like i thought disney bought out what's that studio that made um ice age well technically they did because oh right (laughs) blue sky studios was at some point underneath fox and then disney bought fox so but it is called blue sky studios right yeah right okay so i thought it was like something with that oh (laughs) which would be cool in Dino Land, or like taking over Dino Land, like an Ice Age world. Yeah. But I don't know. People people are already confused. Think yeah. Ice Age, Shrek, that they're all Disney. And you're yeah, like, I feel oh. like they probably won't <laughs> cross over that like Intensely. Yeah. 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 But yeah, we're here not to talk about the other parks or other no. companies that Disney owns. We are here to talk about Epcot. Epcot. And, you know. Oh, I was going to say, I know we're not doing our... Um, our segment, our milestones of magical milestones today. We'll do that next episode, but I'm thinking we can do maybe add a new segment to the to the episodes. What's we the new segment? Do, uh, what are they drinking? <laughs> <laughs> what are they having? <laughs> what are the mats having? <laughs> we need to develop this studio into a more formal studio where we have a video component because. Listener, I wish you could see <laughs> Koozie shimmying his shoulders back and forth as he's talking about what we're drinking. Well, yeah, you can't do it without the shimmy. All right, shimmy over there. Well, yeah. Okay, so what are we t- drinking? We're both today. We're, yeah. Oh, no, no. God, what were you going to say? No, we're both sharing the same thing. We're having the same drink today. We share the same name. We share the same dog. We mm-hmm. live in the same house. Yeah. The past couple of times we have not had the same drink. Matthew went with his typical fave hey, yeah, yeah, yeah. no not typical in a classic. negative term classic. classic thank you much better term thank, thank you. you classic choice is classic fave and i went with mine and i went with my classic fave a dirty mart martin martini um, All right, that was last episode we're talking now yes yeah, so today we're on the same beverage choice uh and we're we're given fall, we're given leaves, we're given pumpkin, not lanterns yet, but just the pump, you know? I love that you gave all of those, like, nouns the spotlight, and you didn't even mention... The apple? The apple. Well, I was getting to that. Oh, okay. Proceed. I know, I did say pumpkin, I should have just said apple. Um, so we are, we mixed in a little of Matthew Erickson's, you can probably hear it spinning over here, the Moscow Mule, but we added a little autumn twist. And added some apple cider in it. <laughs> Super innovative. <laughs> yep, that's it, folks. Thanks for listening. You too can uh, drink what we're drinking with a <laughs> splash of your local apple cider. Literally a Moscow mule. Everything you need to make a Moscow mule, except a little less ginger beer and a little apple cider. Um, add in a little apple cider. Also, everything you need to make a Moscow mule is vodka, ginger beer, and a squirt of lime. Right. Well, that's what I mean. It's, it's literally a Moscow mule, but just <laughs> add in some apple cider. So it's really easy. Um, I didn't want to go and like try and make a pumpkin martini or, or anything. I'm going to save that for October. But I didn't want to just have like a vodka soda. I wanted to feel the, the cool weather. And this is, this is like, I feel like 
it is to describe this apple cider mule, I think it was just called. To describe it, it's like when you first step outside in the morning when it's a fall brisk day in the end of September, you're not used to the cool weather, but here it is and it hits you in the face and you want to wear a sweater. And that's what this drink is for me. I have two ideas for what we could name this drink in relation to Disney. I mean, technically it does have a name, but we can rename it. And I want you to vote on your, you get to decide. Koozie gets to decide. Listener, you would be able to if you were in the room with us. However, option A. Ooh, option A. I love when people choose to say A and B rather than one and two. Anyways, side story. Go on. (laughs) Option A, Mother Gothel's Mule. Ooh. Mother knows best. Mother does know best. Fall, right? Option B, the evil queen. Mm. For a couple of queens. Okay, so I'll have you think about that and give your answer, answer at, at the, the end of the episode. Oh God, keep the so listeners listening. <laughs> listening. Yes. <laughs> We're learning. We're learning. Okay, so Epcot. In the intro, you heard us title this epic <laughs> this epicode, this episode. Epcot, Facts, Food, and Fantasy. And the reason is, is because that really, in how I would describe Epcot, right? Like, it's factual. There's, like, science behind it. There's nature. Oh, yeah. Mm -hmm. All about the food. But they have been able to bring in the elements of fantasy, right? They've made... uh, I'm getting distracted. I'm going to cut this part out. Why? It's cute. Because you're looking at me when I was just adjusting my shirt. Do you not want me to look at you while you talk to me? I can look the other direction. There's no one else in here, so that's it. But yeah, it really is all about like innovation, inspiration, and imagination. And so when it comes to Epcot Koozie, I'm curious... What is the first ride you're going to want to go on oh. when we go there in a couple months? First ride at Epcot, go. Like early access? Yep, you have five We're seconds. running to it? Yep. Soaring. Why? Because that's where you'd want to go. <laughs> oh, that was really sweet. Uh, I'm a romantic. <laughs> I wish we had like a... Um, yeah, sometimes I wish that we had a like producer or editor that could add in the like oh <laughs> the fun yeah. special effects someday we'll get like there clapping and laughter keep listening and we'll add in all the bells and whistles yes okay wait so you, you'd go to soren for me i would that's cute yeah i mean oh excuse me while i burp our sushi out oh my goodness <laughs> well i mean yes for you but also i do love soren and i think it's a really nice way to start your day at epcot because it's just kind of, it's easy, it's it's nice. It's breezy. It's breezy, literally. Um, <laughs> That's why. A little misty. <laughs> and and yeah, doesn't, doesn't it end at Epcot? Yeah. Yeah, so it's just like, all right, here you go. Here's the rest of your day. And also because as much as I do love Soren, I don't technically want to wait in line for it. So that's, what, that's also something that's in my yes. brain yeah. when I'm going into that like early access of the park running to a ride is like is it my top choice or is it the ride that i do enjoy but don't really want to wait for right. it especially now when mm. you do have to pay for genie plus right, right? like right. for fast pass where mm-hmm. previously you didn't so you'd be fine not right. going to it first because you could get a fast pass for it or something right exactly um though i actually 
have an option B for myself because I say that without realizing that Guardians of the Galaxy is now there. So my answer might change. Yeah, I guess. My, yeah, my, my my original question was, or my question was originally intended for the rides that we had already been on. Oh, okay. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Okay. Yeah. Oh, yeah. I think our opinions may very well change. Oh, yeah. We're probably going to run to Guardians of the Galaxy. And let's be honest. Soren is a wonderful ride for many reasons. But when you're waiting in line oh. in the video with Patrick Warburton, the actor... Who is like your flight crew captain? Oh, like when you're like very is, close in line. Oh yeah, like, yeah. Like you're on your number. Oh yeah, mm-hmm. I'm on my number. Yeah, hot and bothered. It's prepping you for the flight. <laughs> <laughs> Can you check my seatbelt? Um, okay, so my first ride that I would go on. Can you guess it? Oh, it's not Soren. So I was wrong. <laughs> well, <laughs> it wasn't the one that I was thinking of. Oh, okay. Um, but I lo- I love your reasoning for Mm. like starting the day on it so yours remy yes okay and actually for a similar like i don't want to wait in that line yeah that was and even with a like lightning lane i or fast pet whatever i feel like too complicated right okay so now that we've gone on our first ride well and by the way right now we're talking about rides and attractions (laughs) we do have a couple sections uh throughout today's episode Rides and attractions, we'll talk about World Showcase, the pavilions, the countries, food and dining, a little bit of character stuff, and of course, ending on some fireworks. Mm. But while we're here talking about rides, we just went on our first ride. What is your favorite ride in Epcot currently? Currently. Based on what we've been on. Based on what we've been on? Yeah. Test track. One, because like I think I mentioned this in a previous episode, it reminds me of one of my favorite rides, the Cars ride in California Adventure, and it has similar vibes because I just love the experience <laughs> and ice cream the whole time. <laughs> I was going to say, and I think my that's f- my favorite because, <laughs> because, listen, you have to understand when you go on virtually anything with Koozie, his outward emotions are second to none. Like mm-hmm. his vocal reactions, his facial expressions... It's phenomenal. I'm a child. It's worth basically. the admission <laughs> to Disney to yeah. go with him. I think I can't remember if it was our friend, if it was Matthew or Kevin. We have two friends. Uh, one of them's Matthew um, and his husband Kevin. I can't remember if it was Matthew or Kevin or maybe both of them. But I went on test track with them, and they were in the front seat, and I was in the back with someone, and they were just literally the whole ride looking back at me like what like, the are hell? you okay yeah like where did this come from which is also funny because kevin screams the entirety of oh, every right. ride but i think i topped him in that one yeah i love test track it's so mm-hmm. fun and I'm, I'm i'm excited that they're gonna be updating it at yeah, some point that's true that was something that i think they already that they did confirm that's mm-hmm. what we were talking about all right well what would you say is your least favorite ride did you say your favorite? Or are we just shy? <laughs> yeah, yeah, yeah. I said test track as well. Oh, okay, cool. Yeah. My least favorite ride? You know, I don't even want to say it because it's like, I don't even think of it as a ride. It doesn't even like come into my brain. Mission space. Never oh will God. I ever go on that ride. I don't even think it's, I don't even think of it. Like I was going to say Spaceship Earth because that was what I think of all the rides that we will go on. But like I would say I, it's really fun, but I would really just, I like to go on it when it's with new people. Like when we took 
like Kristen on it or some last time, or if we had kids, which we don't, I would say Spaceship Earth, but like definitely least of the least where I don't even consider it is Mission Space. Oh yeah, like no need to go on it ever again. No, I've literally the whole time had my eyes closed. I was like, don't throw up, don't throw up. <laughs> it wasn't it even really. Fun. It's it honestly, I feel like it's not even the like motion part of it for me. It's I don't I don't even think that I really am claustrophobic, but maybe I am. Oh, like yeah. it is you can't move. Nope. Like you can barely turn your head and you're like it's it's a lot. Yeah, it makes you realize that like blip moment of when you were a kid wanting to be an astronaut and you're like thank God I got over that. Because Seriously, I would, not, I would not have made it. And then I think what really irks me about that ride. <laughs> Here's what irks me. Here's the dish is that <laughs> you're supposed to be given a, a role. Would you love it or dish it? <laughs> <laughs> yes. Um, yeah. So you know how you're giving a role like you're there's three other people with you in your booth or section oh yeah and you do it for like push a button or something yeah but i don't think the buttons do anything that's the thing like you have these roles but i don't actually think right it does anything for the ride and that just makes me so mad because i'm just like what at least make it entertaining enough where it's like your position actually does something to it right obviously i know it can't because it's a ride and safety reasons and it needs to go through protocols or whatnot but well no but they do that in um millennium falcon smugglers run we haven't gone on that yet, right? No, I know. Oh. But they actually, like... You actually have to do stuff. The end of, like, yeah, like, you're going to turn it to the left, and it's going to go to the left. You're going to turn mm. it, it's going to go to the right. Oh, yeah. that's cool. It's a little scary, but that's yeah. cool. Yeah, it was just, I think that's what really just, I can't think of it. Um, what, you know what really twists my... Grinds my gears. Grinds my gears. <laughs> what is that from? Life? <laughs> Oh, the fifties. I think it's from Family Guy. I think it is reference Family Guy. What? I'm really mad at myself. That's not that. That's not a Family Guy quote. That's like they we're just quoting people who have been oh, saying that for okay. decades. Well, I actually have to back up because I wasn't truthful with you. My favorite is Test Track. Yeah. However, my second favorite is Remy's Ratatouille Adventure, and. I <laughs> sorry sorry for the yeah why do you sorry sorry for the lack of enthusiasm there but I was like uh, I know <laughs> <laughs> you're like why didn't you say it earlier yeah I no I love test track I think I'm just like scorned by the wait time that we had for Remy's last oh right time that we went mm-hmm. no granted that was you know on us we could have purchased a lightning lane or something like that I really love that it's 4D. Um, and like, you really do feel like you're a part of this, Mm -hmm. you know, little caper that's happening. Yeah. And I love, I, I I love from like a production standpoint, how they really blended the technologies of like what's on a screen and what isn't and Mm -hmm. the smell, like, you know, it's like a little bit of Soren in the sense of there's like screens and projection and, you know, sights and smells. But then there is that like not test track aspect, but it's like you know you're moving and grooving around, um, and I moving and grooving around. I think that's how they pitch the ride to uh-huh. <laughs> all the Imagineers. Anyways, <laughs> uh, what's yeah, up? I would I would agree that least favorite is you know Mission Space, which actually funny enough on my list here I didn't even write it down. <laughs> as anything i organized them by like classic newer and just open and i didn't even write it 
What would be your last ride that you would want to ride? Like not like we're ever, leaving the but park like at the end of the day. Yeah, we're leaving the park. The fireworks happened, and I think it would be because I think we experienced this last time we went. Um, Frozen Ever After. I know it's not Wasn't really that the last. Did we do Test Track and then we did? No, I think we did Frozen Ever After and then did Test Track last. Mm. I think it's a tie between the both of them because I do love Test Track at night because yeah. it's just a cool, it's a better, a different experience than during yeah, the day. Yeah, yeah. But Frozen Ever After is really fun. Because it's not like a very, it's a very, it's a calming ride. There is some excitement at it in it. Yes. But it's calm and it's nice. And I love the Netherlands pavilion at night. It's really cute. Um, what pavilion? What did I say? Is it not the Nether- Netherlands? Norway. Norway. Oh my gosh. Sorry. <laughs> Whoops-a-doo. Uh, maybe what I would do is do what we did. And... <laughs> <laughs> noted and end the fireworks go to frozen ever after and then because you have to exit through the gift shop the gift shop and like the that area of epcot like you have to oh, leave. oh i was joking like that's just a phrase exit through the gift shop. <laughs> oh, oh, oh. well you do well you go past one well, a couple no but you can't exit through the world showcase you have to go into the other area of epcot and mm-hmm. front area so might as well just Hop on test track if you can. Well, actually, you can leave at a different area, but I'm going to save that for our trivia, which is coming up at the end. What? Mind blown right now. And on that note, (laughs) a couple other rides that we didn't mention that I wanted to give some love to. Oh, yeah, I see it on the list. Some classics, the uh, Grand Fiesta Tour starring the three caballeros. Oh, yeah, that's a must-see. Where you join Donald, Panchito, and Jose uh, on a musical boat adventure through Mexico. It's... Honestly, I think it's better than It's a Small World. Oh, don't absolutely. Don't come for me. I, I actually enjoy It's a Small for World. You. I think I it's don't really even, cute. Oh, I but don't. But <laughs> Grand Fiesta Tour is really fun, and I love it. It gives us similar vibes um, when you're in the Mexico Pavilion, you know, the vibes of like the... New Orleans Square. And yeah. It's a great ride. It's nice to just like chill. And, you know, similarly, The Seas with Nemo and Friends. We have not gone on that yet, have we? Not together. Not together, as in you've been on it before. Yes. Oh, right. Well, I guess we did have a life together. Not together. <laughs> I had a life and a, a Disney... A Disney friend. Friend, yes, Dialis. Yeah. Who worked there, and we had a great time. <laughs> uh, <laughs> yeah, we have to go on that this time. We have to. I've never you, experienced it. You heard it here, folks. It. We have to go. It's a great ride. It's also really great because like, even during the middle of the day, it's like not that long to get on. It's like 20 minutes. Mm, that's true. Yeah. So then out of the newer rides, we already talked about a Frozen Ever After. Remy's just opened. Guardians of the Galaxy. Where we, we blast off into a cosmic adventure, um, which I'm so excited. So we will report back in a couple months, mm-hmm. which sounds far away, but it's yeah. not far, far away in another galaxy. It's going to be here sooner than we know. I know. I can't believe we get to book our reservations or restaurant reservations in a couple weeks. So excited. We'll update you all. Don't worry. It's going to be great. Speaking of uh, reservations and (laughs) dining, uh, you know, arguably the best part about Epcot is all the countries and the pavilions. Mm. The love the know, world staff showcase. and employees that you get to engage with, uh, but also the food and the culinary experience. The who and the what? Staff and employees. employees. Oh my gosh, cast members. Are you kidding me? <laughs> I cannot believe you said that. <laughs> no, just kidding. But seriously, cast members. 
I know, I know. I'm not similar to how we started the show. Hmm. What country do you start in? And I want both of us to say it at the same time and see if we get it. Like, which one would we start in? Ready? I find this to be a strange question. Why? Because you enter in one area, so you have to start only two options. Are you asking, like, which one do you just rush to? Yeah, which... Okay. Do you go right or left? Those are two different questions. I don't know what you're trying to tell me. Ask me. <laughs> okay. <laughs> when you enter World Showcase, there's a country immediately to your left yes. and a country immediately to your right. Right. Which one direction do you walk to first? Okay. Three, two, one. The Mexico. right. Mexico. <gasps> what? I like to go to Canada. Wow. Is that what's... Yeah. I see how it is. <laughs> I see. Well, you want to really why? It's because it's the quickest way to France. And I like going to French. To French. I like going to France and kind of like walking around. It's cute. What do you like about France? Everything. Do you want to fall in love with the romance of France? <laughs> Enjoy exquisite pastries oh, yeah. and catch up on dazzling beauty in the beast sing along. Je m'appelle Mathieu. <laughs> uh, <laughs> no, I just love French. I love, oh my God, I need to stop. This is my second mule. Um, no, I love France because, I mean, even when we were in France, I loved it. I love baguettes. I just love. <laughs> I love baguettes. baguettes. No, I'm, I'm, no, like, I'm picking up what you're putting down. And butter. Hum- oh, sorry. Okay. We are. <laughs> ham and butter. Like the wheels are coming off my the My favorite sandwich ever is literally just a French baguette with butter and ham. And maybe brie if needed, but. Probably not. Just butter, spread on top of the bread, and ham. Put it together and take a bite. It's just the best thing. And then walking around like Versailles or just Paris or something. Ugh. Anywho, I don't even know if you can get that in the French pavilion. But <laughs> but what you, what you can get is their creme brulee, which honestly oh. is me and my friend Dialis, our favorite bite there it's just oh it's so good you crack that sugar it's yummy you crack that sugar yeah on the top i know i know (laughs) we're so in france no i know sorry my question for you my follow-up question okay you go to the left is it because you want your first pavilion to be mexico or do you kind of go through mexico and go to something else in that direction First. I, I think I just like seeing Mexico first. Mm-hmm. Like, I don't know if I'm ready to go on Grand Fiesta, like, right. as an activity. But I like kind of walking in that direction. Oh, honestly, I feel like walking in that direction and, like, looping around, kind of taking in the sights, not really, like, rushing. You know, because I, I feel like also when we've gone, we do try and at least kind of segment the days. We're, like, kind of in ride mode a little bit. Right, right. And I start off in, there like world showcase. But I I mean, I have to say my favorite memory of the last time that we went to Epcot was when we had to go to Epcot by force because... Oh, right. Oh, my gosh. Because last time that we went with a bunch of friends, we did not make our, like, ticket reservations 
early enough mm-hmm. and it's so wild that for, it even happened yeah because it's like are, what are the odds who don't know what we're talking about at, there is a time happening there is something happening right now and it happened throughout covid but it is ending in january in the past you were able to just buy a ticket and then go to whatever park you wanted to choose that day you now have to reserve a park that you're going to with that park ticket and so we did not make any reservations well, we did, but we made them too late. Too and late, so and there was one day. One day was not aligning, mm-hmm. um, and it was so funny because I think I made the reservations in the order that the first three days I was able to, and then on that last, when I was making the one for uh, Magic Kingdom, mm-hmm. we weren't able to, and so the only option was to then get Park Hopper uh, added on. And so then we went to Epcot first and then hopped back to Magic Kingdom. But when we went to Epcot, I think all we did was go on Soren again. We did Soren. And then we did what my favorite memory was, which was to get like a drink in Morocco um, and just chilled a little bit. Was it in a Moroccan mule? Wasn't that what it was called? Honestly, it could have been. I think so. But I just remember it was just, yeah, it was... Just such a wonderful, yeah, like, honest, chill time. I would love to do that again and, like, sit at that bar because it was a great view. Of, yeah, I um, think something that Epcot offers that the others, not that they don't offer it, but I think just, especially World Showcase, the way that it's set up is that it really does foster that, like, okay, we can just, like, walk around. Like, it almost does give that vibe of touring around. Mm-hmm you know, another city or town or country where you don't really feel like you're rushing to a ride. Sure, you might be rushing to Remy or something else, Mm -hmm. but it really does allow you to really just poke around and look and, you know, enjoy the company of the people that you're with and have a good, Mm -hmm. you know, beverage or a snack or a bite and maybe catch some music or, you know, there's, there's always something happening. Yeah. And I think that that's something that I really love about Epcot is that, it's the park, I think, where like I like slow down a little bit. Yeah, and that's definitely a suggestion we have for our listeners is if you do go to Epcot, really take the time to explore each pavilion um, because it's more than just the main walkway. Like, yes, you can just kind of walk the circle and take in the sights from what you can see and then you know maybe visit like some shops or something or carts that are there. But it, each pavilion you can actually kind of like go into a little bit, you know, there's more depth to it. Um, so, you know, take that left or take that right, whichever direction you're going in to go deeper into that pavilion, that country. I think it was, was it Morocco? For it has, the, there's that photo of like you, me and our friend Andy. Yes. Um, yeah. And we're just mm-hmm. sitting on these, this table, but like the background is this really cool. I want to say like clay architectural scape of houses and had all these like nooks and nooks and crannies. I have the hiccups. Oh my God. (laughs) Um, Yeah. There's just so many, I mean, there's artisans, you know, from the countries mm -hmm. uh, making a lot of cool, you know, like housewares or, you know, items that you might want to, you know, buy as like a keepsake, but it really is just a wonderful place to walk around and experience. Um, even like, I know, I think you really want, or you've expressed that you really want to just like walk around the like Italy pavilion. Yeah, Cause I feel like it. last time we went, we like Zoomed skipped over a couple of them. Like I'm even looking at the list. I know Japan we kind of too. hung out in Germany a little bit. 
because I think we're getting food or yes, waiting for a bath or, or whatever or it was. Yeah. Mm-hmm. And then, but like Italy didn't really hang out too much. Even like, honestly, I'm not a too big like rah-rah America person, <laughs> but I do kind of want to poke around. Uh, and honestly, this sounds kind of silly, but I want to watch like each country, country and pavilion has like shows. Some oh. of them are like a seven minute movie or Is something. Is there a schedule or they just kind of like shows every couple of minutes? It's like every 15 minutes. Oh, okay. Yeah. And there's one in particular, well, like the America Pavilion, it's like a, it's called the American Adventure Show. And there's actually this song that I can hear it in my head and I'm not going to sing it because that's just embarrassing. One of the songs of the like ambiance music or whatever that I listen to is pulled from each of these, but the American one, I can like hear it in my head. Um, but it's really cool because they have like... Um, Wait, you're going to go through that long explanation and not just give us a little snippet of it? No, it's like... Let our freedoms wing to the sky. Wow, we're getting a show here, folks. Look at this. Oh my gosh. Anyways... I got my mules, I got my man. But the point being that that I actually had no idea is like it's a show with animatronics. It's... Uh, who is it? Albert Einstein and Ben Franklin are like on a stage, and then it's like all these other characters come out. Oh, yeah. This is different from the Hall of Presidents. <laughs> yes. Oh, okay. Yes. <laughs> Which honestly makes me excited to go see it. So I, I want to say, you know, c- celebrate that. <laughs> uh, the history of all these countries by yes. uh being able to learn about, you know. Uh, each of them, their mm-hmm. culture, their history, uh, through any of the shows mm-hmm. or performances, um, whether it be something involved, like I just said, or something of just checking out the shops and what the artisans are making. Remind me for when we get to the section of fireworks that I have a note to ha- add. <laughs> Noted. Great. <laughs> Listener, remember to uh, remind him. Yes, remind Koozie that he wants to make a note during the fireworks section. It's kind of funny, like I, I I just spent a couple of minutes talking about the America <laughs> Pavilion and like how I want to go look at it. But in my mind, I was thinking about like my least favorite and I was going to say uh, America, America. Yes. <laughs> I mean, I don't really want to say any of the other ones are my least because like who am i <laughs> to judge other countries i'll much gladly judge our own um if anything and this is someone who saying it as someone who studied in london i think the uk pavilion like is my least favorite if i had to pick one. Oh my or god canada because we just like pass through them is canada first and then it's the uk on the right yeah right because uk has that like big building like tan looking building in the back or is that still canada uh, i forgot there sure. was a uk pavilion to be honest yeah well it's where you can meet like mary poppins is there oh, right well yes. and then okay. we have like rose and crown so it's like that irish pub oh that's that we oh my to, god and then, duh yeah. rose and crown love the rose and crown mm-hmm. right that's in uk slash i guess that because part of ireland is in the uk yeah i would say canada there's not much happening in canada though during food and wine festival i do like canada that's why i go there first because they have a cool beverage like a maple drink the maple cocktail that's really Mm -hmm. good yeah and in canada you can see the circle vision 360 film Mm. um i don't remember from imagineering story of like the camera that disney developed to be able to film in 360 right 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 Mm -hmm. 
you know, so I think a really a, a big reason why we love going to Epcot is for the festivals, um, in particular, the one that we've experienced together, um, the International Food and Wine Festival, mm -hmm. which is honestly our favorite time to go. We love being able to match food and wine with Mickey's Not So Scary, such a which good in a couple weeks we will be talking about Mickey's Not So Scary and a handful of Halloween episodes coming up. Mm -hmm. uh, so be sure to tune back in for those. But for those who have not been to Food and Wine, uh, it usually it's I believe it's like August through October. Yeah, it's like end of August. Mm -hmm. Yeah, and it um, oh actually through maybe even like November. But it, yeah, just offers even more variety of countries and their cuisines through these additional. Um, they don't call them pavilions, booths maybe. And it's really cool because mm -hmm. you it's just. You get a little uh, like passport when you walk in, and you can get your uh, food like stamped oh my in God, different I countries about that part. to keep track. <gasps> I know oh I actually God, wanted I to. Do I have art? Do we have art? I definitely do. In because I'm the person that has like shoe boxes underneath my bed that I save every like card that anyone's written me, <laughs> any like trinket from Disney or trips. Uh, I do save, and that's something that I really love. I love that you you have this little like keepsake that you can uh track your uh cuisine conquests if you will um uh, but outside of food and wine there are a handful of other festivals that we will actually be able to experience one of them uh when we're there later this year which is the international festival of the holidays oh. which is held uh usually about like late november through early january um, and it highlights holiday traditions from around the world. I'm excited for that. Yeah, I think yeah. that will give us a really nice perspective mm -hmm. on um, Epcot. Well, actually, so we've also been we've been to two been to another one, yeah. uh, which is the Flower and Garden. Yeah, that one's awesome. Yes, which is skipping the uh, kind of going in chronological order. I'm going to hold on Flower and Garden. So. <laughs> come January is the Festival of the Arts. So they really have done a great job at picking the seasons here. And Festival of the Arts is held mid-January through February. Focuses on like more of the visual, still culinary, that kind of carries through, but more of like the performing arts throughout. Hmm. Which is really nice. But yeah, the Flower and Garden, we had a great time there. All those topiaries, the gardens, mm -hmm. the butterfly like exhibits and all that stuff. Oh my stuff. gosh, yes. That was really cool. The, yeah. the, like I think those are other moments where it again it like slows you down a little bit mm -hmm. and it does remind you of how Epcot really does have this like wonderful quality to it about similar to like Animal Kingdom, but connecting you to like nature and like the natural world. I know they're going to be doing a little bit more of that with the new uh, Moana Journey of Water right? Um, and some other updates that are coming. Something that I just thought about was a ride that we have not gone on, which is Living with the Land, which is more of like an educational experience. You're sitting in a boat oh, right. and yeah. you go through and you see, you know, area where they grow some, mm -hmm. you know, like vegetables for Epcot. And I think that's really cool that yeah. they bring no, you Actually, you do. You see how they mm -hmm. grow the vegetables. I forget. It might just be for the whole, yeah, the whole park. Mm -hmm. But, but you know, needless to say, regardless of whatever, <laughs> I think those both meant the same thing. Needless to say, say and regardless. regardless. No matter what time you go to Epcot, mm -hmm. you're you know sure to be in for something. Um, I would say it's rare that you go when there's not a festival of some sort taking place. Right. But definitely put food and wine at the top of your 
your timing. Uh, yes. And then second would be the Flower and Garden Festival. Mm-hmm. It's a really cool time to go. Um, everything is just so beautiful, and you'd be so surprised on, like, what they can create out of flowers and leaves. Oh, yeah. It's miraculous. Yes. I feel like when you walk and it's, like, in the distance, you're like, oh, like, there's, that's so, like, oh, it's, oh, it's so cool. Mm-hmm. But you're thinking, oh, there's no way that's actually. Donald or Minnie. Oh, I was going to say it's not actually flowers. Oh, oh, oh. And <laughs> of course, it's actually, oh, that's not the real one. Right. No, and then you look up, you're like, oh, crap. Those are, you know. Right. Greens, greens, nothing but greens. Sorry. I think that's also why I said the wrong word. So characters, a lot of people think that Epcot doesn't really have a lot of character, you know, uh, engagement and lies maybe <laughs> in comparison to the other parks uh, however I think they have some of the best characters to meet and maybe I'm maybe I'm biased wait um, so answer me this riddle me this uh, all of these characters are only Epcot they don't exist in other they, they you can't see them in Magic Kingdom no they do exist elsewhere oh okay i do believe and sometimes i i mean again listen fact or fiction fact or fiction we don't know everything we could be spewing a lot of nonsense but i do believe like you can meet these other characters in other places um however you know the big distinction between disney world and disneyland is that meet and greets are much more an event that you wait in line for in Walt Disney World, mm-hmm. whereas in Disneyland, the characters are just roaming and you can kind of right. see them, which is kind of funny because I feel like I remember characters like roaming the streets when I went as a kid. I think like I think it times. was I think they they used to and then they changed it. Maybe it's the heat. Oh, and I'm definitely is the heat. Like, yeah, no, be, mm-hmm. I don't know. Oh no, you're so right. But no, I think it might have not. Always or maybe been it's that the way. crowds. Like I, I was reading something the other day about. Just the differences in what they do for, mm-hmm. like, there are some rides I didn't even realize at Disneyland that they don't have, like, Fast Pass available or um, Lightning Lane, Genie Plus, mm. like, uh, Jungle Cruise was one of them. Oh. And another one. And well, I'm like, oh, maybe they just don't. That's a good episode topic. Those the differences, ones? the likes and differences. Oh, yeah. We'll have to do our research for that one. Yes. But something we don't need research for <laughs> are some of our favorite memories of character encounters. And I swear, I swear, I feel like you did that previous By episode. The moon and stuff. One of my favorite, like, we don't, we're not really character people. We're not going to go to like a character dining oh, event. Absolutely not. Um, I, I can totally see us, you know. If and when we go with like our nieces and nephews and, you know, friends, kids, uh, we'll be those, you know, fun uncles (laughs) that will totally get in the moment and love all of that. However, like characters aren't really our big thing, which honestly comes back to a big, you know, uh, pet peeve of mine with like, not to say like our friends, but when people are like, oh, you're going to Disney and you're like, yeah. And then they're like, oh, cool. And I feel like in their mind, all they think about is like, princesses right. characters like mm-hmm. this weird thing of like you know it's someone pretending to be somebody else but you're like role playing and talking with them and it's like i can't tell you the last time <laughs> that we no but no but do you know what i mean no, like, no, it's like it's like the um if you go to like a comic-con act- what comic-con comic-con or 
I can't think of the name, but like when you actually go and act out or like, oh, like an RPG type. Yes. Thing, yeah. That's yeah. what people actually probably do think. That's so funny. Yeah. No, seriously. Mm-hmm. And it's like, no, I mean, sure. I'll pose for a picture, but, and honestly, the, our lot two times ago when we went, the, one of the best memories I've ever had meeting yes. characters was when we met Baymax and then joy and sadness. Mm-hmm. And I can't even describe to you like meeting Baymax was so cool because like I just don't understand how they do it. Yeah. Like you can poke him a little bit like mm-hmm. be, like it was when you I mean we didn't poke him but like as you like hug the character. Yeah. It was just such a cool thing. And then when we went over this was in like the character spot area that's in I forget what area it is, but it's in Don't like the future air, like world. Mm-hmm. It's not in World Showcase. At the time, they had Baymax in this like workshop area, and then joined Sadness across the hall. And like nobody was even in line. I think we just no, like, it really was in. just a few people. And we like stumbled across it because yeah. we went to like the bathroom or get water. Mm-hmm. And we're like, oh cool, let's take some pictures. We did it, and then I'll have you describe the interaction with uh, Sadness. Oh, well, with Baymax, it was funny because Baymax, we were in line, but then Baymax kind of like came up behind the line. Remember? And he like poked his head around the corner. Yes. And that was yes. really funny. And it was yes. like, oh, hi, everyone. I'm here. He, yeah. and it, he, he didn't really talk. Um, but uh, <laughs> the interaction with sadness, I, I almost started crying. I was like. Highlight. I am. It was just so funny and how real it was. This character like i know obviously it's a grab it as a mascot type of costume mm-hmm. you know but the part that the actor inside just did the movements and the actions so perfectly embodied it embodied sadness that i was like oh my god this is the best thing i've ever like i didn't want to leave well so what did they do describe it uh, and we'll share the video i can't think of everything but i guess i can just share that one moment well when we hugged her goodbye <laughs> when we were hugging them goodbye it was just like uh, oh my god! And then we were leaving. We have to find the video and post it on our. Instagram. Oh, I have it. I'm gonna. Show oh, okay, it. Yeah, great. Because yeah. it was just like we were. The status was just waving to us. We were walking by, and then just kind of bowed its head and slowly backed up and like left it, the, our visuals. It was so funny. It was. I can't explain it too well. Perfect. Mm-hmm. And those are moments again where it's like, and maybe that's just the lens through which we experience Disney, my takeaway from that isn't like, oh, I met sadness. Yay. It's like, oh my God, this performer created such a wonderful experience mm-hmm. for not only us, but I'm sure they do that a hundred times a day. Exactly. And the fact that they created a moment that really became like a memory mm-hmm. for us that we continually relive in our heads over and over. And like, I just think about it and I laugh. Yeah. And it was like brought the biggest smile to our face. It's amazing. And also fun note is that I think one or two nights prior to that, we attended Mickey not so scary as sadness, joy, disgust and anger. Yes. Yeah. yeah. It was four of us and we dressed up as them. Yeah, so we, we didn't it. like do anything. It was more we of a did theme it in, um, to dress up. Well, that's what they call Disney bounding. I am questionable about that term. <laughs> Not in the sense that it doesn't exist, but how it sounds. <laughs> <laughs> Why? Because it sounds like BDSM. Yes, it's like Disney bonding. No, it's Disney bounding. So it's a way to dress up as a Disney character without wearing a full costume because oh. adults are not allowed to wear Right. Full costumes, especially outside of um, during 
you know, Halloween, you are permitted right. to wear a full costume. However, you can't have a mask. You can't, you know, certain things aren't allowed and you can't be too close to the character. And so the whole idea is instead of wearing a snow white costume, you could wear like yellow and blue with a touch of red mm-hmm. to signify that. Or like goofy might be like jeans with like an orange shirt and like a yellow uh, vest or something, you right. know? Um, and we did that with uh, those characters, which I don't know what I was thinking. Maybe Wearing I thought because it was October. I would literally wore like a white cable knit sweater. Yep. Totally and I'm not right. really one to sweat, but it was it was warm. Okay. We're getting off topic. Yeah. But yeah, so uh, you can meet, at least, unless they've changed things, but Baymax and Joy and Sadness, mm-hmm. who you should be able to meet. More recently, we already talked about this on the previous episode, uh, Figment. Mm -hmm. Um, But then they have Anna and Elsa that you can meet in Norway, Belle in France, Jasmine and Aladdin in Morocco, Snow White in Germany, uh, Daisy Duck in World Showcase Plaza, (laughs) um, who's always fabulous, and then Alice in UK. And the World Showcase Plaza is just like right when you enter, right? Or it's like the in-between where like we to the gardens were? I... I believe I could be wrong. I'm pretty sure World Showcase Plaza is like near the America Pavilion because I'm pretty sure you can take a picture with Daisy because D. Alice and I did it and you're looking out along the water and you can see Spaceship Earth in the back. So I'm pretty sure World Showcase Plaza is unless if maybe she moves around. Who knows? Who knows? We'll check that out. So last but certainly not least is uh, Fireworks and Nighttime Spectacular. So last time that we went, we experienced Harmonious, which I know got a lot of flack because of the like physical structures in the lagoon. Um, however, I loved the show. I thought the the music was phenomenal. I thought the spectacle of it was amazing. Oh, yeah. And there's mm-hmm. that one moment, I know the show's gone now, so there was one moment at the end where like the vocals like do that like pause thing and then the music comes back in and then it's like, oh, and right. like all the fireworks go off around the lagoon mm-hmm. and it just is this, <laughs> not to be like harmonious experience, but I think something that's so special about the Disney parks is that there's nothing better than ending your day with Disney fireworks. Oh my God, no. Like, just wait and feel all the feels. All the feels. All the feels. And Mm -hmm. I love that what they do, and they did this in Harmonious, is, you know, they picked songs that connected to the park specifically, but they have different renditions of it. So Harmonious is now closed. Um, It ended a little while back. Mm -hmm. Uh, They have the interim show Epcot forever. And then pretty soon, we'll get to experience Luminous, Luminous, the symphony of us, which I'm super excited about. Very excited. Um, oh, actually, I'm glad this note is here. It says best spots to catch the shows. And that was my note I wanted to say. Look at that. We are so into Yes. I think that a good spot, and I was thinking about this the last time when we saw Harmonious, because we were standing in front of the Japan Pavilion, but mm-hmm. more along the the edge of, man, what is the water called? The Lagoon? The Lagoon. That what it's, that's what it's called? Yeah, World Showcase Lagoon. Yeah, the Lagoon. It would be really cool if I don't think we should do this, I because it's too much planning on us. But if there's families or other people that like to kind of plan ahead and ensure they're seating somewhere, sitting somewhere, 
or have seating during the fireworks to make a reservation at that restaurant in the Japan Pavilion because it's up above. It's yes. like on the second or third floor mm-hmm. and there's a deck that you can walk out on mm-hmm. or I think you can sit up there. And I think that would be a really cool place to mm-hmm. see the show. Because oh, yeah. Epcot is tough because there's no – it's not like there's a slant or a hill or seats. Like you're kind of just standing on the walkway um, and it can get tough to find a good spot to watch if you're not tall. <laughs> yeah, and definitely make make it a point to try and find, you know, uh, those locations. Or if fireworks aren't your thing and you're not into the nighttime spectaculars, take those opportunities to go on some rides, right? Go on Test Track or, you know, Remy's, because uh, I'm sure the wait times will be much, much lower. So because this was sort of deemed my episode to do a little bit of the organization here, I have a couple trivia questions to ask Koozie. Now, this is a newer segment that we want to start adding in, and we'll just end each episode with about three uh, trivia questions and see how many you can get right. And listener, play along. I have a fun intro to this. How does it go? Well, I'm not making it up. It's using something from Disney. But like, we oh. can just be like, what do you know? Instead of like, how do you know? You know, instead of like, what how do you do... know? Yes. What do Disney? you know? <laughs> what do you know? Are you right? <laughs> Are you, <laughs> Are you okay, smart? Get serious. Okay, I'm so, why? <laughs> All right. Your first question. What year did Epcot first open its doors to the public? what year did it open its doors yeah what year did epcot first open its doors to the public think try and remember because we watched it in imagineering story you saw it once i saw it 28 Mm -hmm. times right but try and remember there was like an opening scene and it you can definitely tell the eight the decade i know it was you're gonna say 80s because i was thinking 80s (laughs) it's either 1982 or 84 Go with your gut. 82. Yep. October 1st, 1982. (laughs) Uh, Okay, so in 1996, so far you have one out of three. In 1996, Mm -hmm. the Universe of Energy attraction was updated with which celebrity narrator? I don't even know what the Universe of Energy is. Is that with Figment? No. Oh, that's not my answer. I was just asking if that's what that was. No, yeah. The Universe um, of Energy, uh, it was a pavilion um, that was about like technology, but it had uh, this whole show, this movie. Um, mm. Yeah, it was kind of like a slow moving dark ride, but it was like a diorama as well. It was hmm. kind of really cool. I enjoyed it. I'm going to guess. I'm like, maybe they use that space for guardians and stuff like that oh yeah yeah yeah. but anyways who was the celebrity who that... was the celebrity guest yeah in 1996 yeah it was updated and actually called blank's energy adventure and there's a little bit of alliteration say it again blank's energy adventure and the first letter of this person's name ellen yes generous yeah ellen's energy adventure and it was not only with ellen but it was also with bill nye the science oh. guy. Bill Nye, the science okay. guy. Okay, two out of 
two. Here we go. I know. I'm a smarty. Okay, last one. Now, is it a biggie? If you remember from earlier in our conversation, between what two countries is there another entrance and arguably exit oh. to Epcot? You can enter through this way too? Yes. What? Especially if you are at particular resorts. Oh, and you can take the. <gasps> No, I'm thinking of Hollywood Studios with the uh, Skyliner. Not the Skyliner. Yeah, the Skyliner. Yeah, but you're getting confused. So Yes. Um, between what two countries? Yeah. You should know because... <laughs> I do have somewhat of a map in front of me, so I kind of glanced over. Because you love this <laughs> pavilion. France? And? Oh, what's next to France? Italy? No. Oh. Okay. Between France and the UK? Mm-hmm. Wait, what? Yep. Okay, yeah. wait. Oh, I, know I see I, it right here. I know I said there are only three trivia questions, but I have two others. Oh, wait. No, it is a Skyliner. The Disney Skyliner at Epcot. Oh, cool. And the International Getaway, it's called. Gateway? It's the ferry terminal. Mm-hmm. Oh, the Gateway. Yeah. So I have two more, actually. How tall is Spaceship Earth? And we're speaking in stories. Sorry. I was trying not to burp too loud. <laughs> Ooh, that tasted weird. Um, 120. Stories? I don't know. 18 stories. Oh. <laughs> 120. Is that Okay, that... and last but certainly not least, how long did Spaceship Earth take to build? In months. How long did it take to build in months? Yeah. 18. 26. Oh, damn it. <laughs> Bonus round, no. No, but you did get the three out of three for the ones that I asked. So that's all that matters. All right, so what's it going to be? Oh, yes. The new name for this beautiful mule yes, that I just finished. Autumnal mule. <laughs> oh, what a great word. Autumnal? Yes, it really is. You're welcome. Um, so option so, A. Right. Option what? A. Not one. Option A. Option A mm-hmm. was Mother Gothel's mule. Mother Gothel's mule. Okay. Little mother knows best. Mm-hmm. Or the evil queen. Just that simple, like the yeah. evil queen. It could also be the autumn queen, but I think no. evil queen is better. Yeah, it's more of Disney. A or B? It's tough. Because I like the apple-ness. I like the, the evil queen in reference to the apple. But I would feel like it would need to be green in some way. Like maybe if we put some green food dye in it. With Mother Gothel, I just see... It's a pur- red apple. Right, with the poison. The poison apple. Oh. Um, a lot of the times it's shown with like green oozing. Oh, yeah, it, yeah, you know? yeah, yeah, yeah. And with Mother Gothel, I feel like purple, I'm getting purple. So I'm going with the Evil Queen. Okay. That's my choice. No takes backsies. All right, go make another Evil Queen. Oh. All right. That's it for today's episode. <laughs> Hoping that, you know, be stuck in within our uh, time frame we wanted. Not sure if we were. Um, Start over. No. Why? I like to ad lib. 
But thanks for joining us on our trip around the world over at Epcot. If you enjoyed the show and want to show your support, please subscribe, review, and share, and tap the bell so you never miss a future episode. You can follow us over on Instagram at you, me, and D Podcast, where we share even more free Disney content each week. We love connecting with our listeners, so be sure to send us a DM to let us know what your faves are at Epcot and what you'd like to hear on upcoming episodes. So from us two to all of you, stay curious, keep dreaming, and we'll see you next time on the The You, You, Me, and D Podcast. Not bad, we came in at an hour. Oh, and then with some edits down, we can be under an hour. Yeah. Wow, exciting. We're improving. We are improving and getting drunker as we go. No, I'm just kidding. (laughs) There might have been a little too much vodka in this last drink for me. Okay, goodbye. (laughs) 